0: Hello, everybody. I'm Cathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. As COVID-19 cases increase in China and other countries, some economists fear economic recovery from the disease may take up to six months. As Dino Ding tells us, Taiwan has already lowered its growth outlook.
1: It's business as usual for some factories and businesses in China, despite the lingering threat of COVID-19. But elsewhere in the world, the disease is forcing the cancellation of major sporting and tech-related events. Among those, the Mobile World Congress, which draws more than 100,000 visitors to Barcelona every year, as well as Formula One's Chinese Grand Prix. The move comes as infections not only in China, but also in other countries continue to rise. 44 more people on a cruise ship docked in Yokohama, Japan, tested positive for the disease. New cases include a quarantine officer who was carrying out health inspections aboard the Diamond Princess, where around 3,600 passengers remain quarantined. The total number of infections on that ship has risen to 218, including 11 Filipinos. In China, confirmed cases now reach 48,000, while the death toll jumped to over 1,300. The number of new COVID-19 cases in Hubei spiked after the World Health Organization noted an eight-day downtrend in infections in China.
2: We definitely see uh, that the behavior of the virus uh, outside, outside Wuhan, Hubei in the rest of China and outside China uh, doesn't appear at this point to be as aggressive or as accelerated. And that's a good sign. And that gives us an opportunity to, to prepare and to react.
1: Amid fears surrounding COVID-19's impact on Chinese GDP growth, an expert on China studies, William Kirby, is still optimistic about the country's economic performance this year.
3: This coronavirus uh, and its debilitating effects, it will have to have some effect uh, on the overall uh, GDP growth. My recollection is that after the SARS crisis of 2003, the Chinese economy rebounded very quickly uh, and very strongly. Uh, And that was just a few years into China's accession to WTO, so there were many positive elements, many more positive elements, perhaps, than there are in the global environment today.
1: But for Dickie Wong, Executive Director of Kingston Securities, the outbreak will have a huge impact across Asia. He says it may take at least six months for any signs of recovery. Especially for like um, clothing company, and also even some of the
3: like um, technology company as well. So I, I think the first half uh, will create uh, will create some kind of pressure uh, to those companies. Not only Chinese companies, but also um, like Asian companies, and also like in the U.S. Because as I said, the supply chain uh, will create
1: some kind of uh, of pressure. Taiwan has also lowered its economic outlook because of the viral infection. It sees its gross domestic product hitting 2.37 percent this year from an earlier forecast of 2.72 percent. Dino Ponte-Rigg, ABS-CBN News.
0: Back here in the Philippines, a share staged a last-minute jump bucking the regional downswing even as an analyst dismisses the latest MSCI rebalancing data as a non-mover for the local market. Details from Nikki De Guzman.
4: A catalyst no more. With its marginal decrease, an analyst does not expect the MSCI rebalancing data to move the local market anymore. I think the MSCI rebalancing is not gonna exert a lot of uh, negative backlash on the local market in terms of the outflow. This year, uh, the major events would be the inclusion of Saudi Arabia and Kuwait and China mainland A shares, which will happen not now but in March. And the estimated outflow could be like uh, um, six billion US dollars. This is a, a minor event compared to what we're really having now, which is a black swan event in the, in the form of the Corona uh, virus uh, outbreak, and of course the Taal volcano, which is causing a lot of uh, downside uh, worries and fears about downside risk for growth. Despite this, Philippine shares made a last-minute recovery, outperforming Asian peers. The main index up a quarter of a percent to finish at 74.03. Alieu of RS Lim and Company, however, anticipates a volatile market in the near term.
3: They want to catch on opportunities like this when. The Selling is intense, and uh, towards close, uh, they, they snap up the bargains. For the next few days, volatility is really the new normal. Um, we, we, we are trading in a pattern uh, between 71, 7.2, and then we continue to try to test the re- resistance at 7.4, 7.5, and uh, we, it seems that we're stuck in this uh, mode for now.
4: In corporate stories, SirTech Holdings down by over 10%. After the Securities and Exchange Commission registration approved its amended listing of 2 billion pesos in debt, water concessionaire stocks also slide after President Rodrigo Duterte hit the companies anew. Manila Water shares down 3%, while the owner of Mainilad, Metro Pacific Investments, lower by nearly 2%. Meanwhile, ABS CBN and ABS CBN Holdings PDR shares both up by one-tenth of a percent and a quarter of a percent each, days after news of the Quo Warranty petition filed by the Office of the Solicitor General seeking to nullify its franchise. Semex Holdings up by 2% after posting positive earnings result. Its sales for 2019 improved by 1% even after a 3% drop in the fourth quarter. Nikki de Guzman, ABS CBN News.
0: The Philippines Interagency Task Force on the novel coronavirus set to decide Friday on the travel ban against Taiwan. That's as economic pressure builds to restore it. Despite this, Malacanang defended its decision to impose the ban in the first place. Presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo denies the move was a political one, saying the one-China policy has nothing to do with the travel ban. He also shrugs off concerns of possible retaliatory actions by Taiwan. He
1: said that regardless of whatever policy we have, the ultimate consideration would be the safety, the health safety of our people.
0: But an analyst believes Taiwan is a victim of geopolitics. Bob Herrera-Lim, the managing director of global CEO consulting and advisory firm Deneo, says governments should be more circumspect in their response to the virus outbreak.
2: Regardless of where you are on the one-China policy, it is a distinct economy. So we should probably be making decisions based on uh, how distinct it is as an economy and how we see its links to China uh, in terms of of probably spreading the disease. But I think, yes, unfortunately, Taiwan was a victim of of, uh, geopolitical and legalese.
0: Local recruitment agencies urge the Philippine government to lift the travel ban on Taiwan. This, as they warn, the measure may put the jobs of thousands of Filipinos on the line. More from Alvin El Chico.
3: From Surigao, Ariel went to Manila, first flight to Taiwan Friday. But a new contract worker is not flying to Taipei anymore after government banned travel to and from Taiwan due to the COVID 19
2: scare.
3: Roy, on the other hand, is applying for a job in Taiwan to help his parents cope with the rising cost of living in the Philippines. The Filipino Manpower Agencies accredited in Taiwan calls on government to immediately lift the travel ban in order to preserve the job orders for Filipinos.
4: Ang kinakatakot ho namin, kapag hindi po namin nabigyan na isupply ang worker with that period of time, baka po bawiin sa amin ang job order. Ipa-cancel ang visa dito at ilipat po sa Indonesia and Vietnam.
3: Up to 200,000 overseas Filipino workers are working in Taiwan, mostly as factory workers, earning around 40,000 pesos or nearly $800 a month. The Philippine Labor Department clarifies the travel ban was not ordered by China, but implemented to protect Filipino workers from the dreaded virus. Labor Secretary Silvestre Bello III is presiding an emergency meeting Friday to tackle the Taiwan travel ban. And then, Unang-una, yung aming travel ban ay para sa kabutihan ninyo dahil ayaw namin na pag kayo doon, baka makontaminate kayo. Hindi naman siguro abon na ng linggo. Siguro uh, between three to five days ka. Nun. While workers are waiting for the decision of the Philippine government, Belio says OFW's bound for Taiwan can avail of the 10,000 pesos or around $200 aid through the Overseas Workers' Welfare Administration. Dahil doon sa travel ban, hindi ka muna makaka, oh, makakapunta doon. Yeah. Kung wala kang dito sa Manila, you can be accommodated doon sa halfway out ng OWA. On top of the 10,000? Yes, on top of the 10,000. The Philippines sends more than 250 OFWs to Taiwan every day. Alvin Chico, ABS-CBN News. <laughs>
0: Local airlines looking to add more domestic flights to cushion the impact of reduced international travel amid the COVID-19 scare. The country's main gateway has already seen a 60% drop in passengers ever since the virus outbreak prompted the government to impose a travel ban against mainland China, Hong Kong, Macau, and Taiwan. The Civil Aeronautics Board says the additional domestic flight schedules can be approved by next week. Airport authorities, meanwhile, assure the public more thermal scanners are now in place at domestic passenger terminals in anticipation of the increased flights
1: the good news is maybe it's a silver lining no um, aviation domestic aviation sector is deregulated meaning it is open skies any local airline can operate any destination in the Philippines except for The fact that they need to secure the necessary terminal clearance at runway slot clearance.
0: Philippine Senate President Vicente Soto III expects a delay in the passage of the next packages of the Duterte administration's tax reform program. This, even as the Finance Department says, the swift passage of the bills would be more preferable. Juan De Guzman reports.
2: Questions. When asked of the Corporate Income Tax and Incentive Rationalization Act or citira and the Passive Income and Financial Intermediary Taxation Act or PEFITA will be passed before Congress goes on recess for the Holy Week break mid-March, Senate President Vicente Tito Soto had this to say.
1: The committee
3: report prepared Senator chairman Mga 2 days ago, bring up na niya bago niya buuin yung committee report, na sabi niya sa amin yung mga intricacies at saka yung mga ikaka- mga kalamnan. Oo. Uh-huh. Eh, daming question. Daming mga namin, so
2: SITIRA, which aims to lower corporate income tax while rationalizing fiscal incentives away from underperforming industries, and PEFITA, which aims to rationalize and create competitive tax rates for passive income and the finance sector, won't be taken up until May, with nearly half of 2020 already gone. Finance Assistant Secretary Tony Lambino says his department stands ready to help legislators with data and analysis upon request to help clear up any lingering questions they might have. But he also stressed tax reform is something credit rating agencies are watching as they evaluate the Philippines for a possible upgrade to A. The faster we pass the packages... Uh, the faster the credit rating agencies will be able to assess for Citira, um, the wait and see attitude of some investors uh, will end. No, once it's passed uh, for the PIFITA Bill, the Passive Income and Financial Intermediary Reform Act, uh, we also will be able to broaden our capital markets, bring more investors. John Forbes of the American Chamber of Commerce is hoping the extra time will be used wisely by lawmakers to understand how Cetera might affect taxes, investment, and jobs. But he also notes all the tax policy uncertainty has already resulted in falling foreign direct investment. The latest central bank data show FDI is down nearly 30 percent year-on-year in the 2019 January to November period. Dan Lachica, of the electronic sector, is also hoping the deferral will result in more favorable consideration for the industry, which he says has been adversely affected by COVID-19-related disruptions to supply chain logistics. Philippine Economic Zone Authority Director General Charito Plaza meanwhile reiterates her proposal to keep the status quo on incentives for exporters given the challenges they are facing now, including COVID-19, as well as lingering U.S.-China trade tensions. She adds, if lost revenues are an issue, PESA is already working with the Finance Department to increase PESA's revenue dividend through a review of
4: its own transactional fees. The The present rate was 20 years ago. So I want to, we want to review it if there is a need to increase it a bit. No? I say a bit because we don't want also to,
0: to add on to the uh, cost of doing business in the Philippines. No?
2: Plaza, however, stresses Peza's efforts to increase its revenues is not a compromise for more favorable terms in Citira. She says she only wants to help the DOF finance its infra push. Meanwhile, Soto says the Senate leadership will have an opportunity to discuss tax reform at two separate meetings with the executive and finance departments set for next week. Warren De Guzman, ABS-CBN News.
0: And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.